Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. What's up, Bobby? Hey, it's great to have you back. It's good to be back. How are you? I missed you. Did you? Everybody missed you. Really? Well, I mean, we didn't have a podcast. We've actually not been as regular as we have normally been. And I'm not talking about Metamucil. Right, I'm right, talking right. about our podcast schedules. We've kind of been on and off and on and off. I apologize. I know many of you build your lives around That's the right. consistency. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. there's things that the we expect. Rises. The sun rises. Biden sun says sets. something incoherent. Trump yeah. gets uh, indicted on another felony. And yeah. they that hope is supposed to be there every Wednesday morning for you. So yeah. I know married couples listen to this uh, set side of time for that. I apologize if you actually had to talk to each other during yes, the half hour yes. that you schedule each week. You have nothing to talk about. I seriously, <laughs> right? Just look at each other. All the like... religious sisters that need this podcast to keep up on their sports. Right. I mean, we let so many people down when we don't regularly. We're horrible. Well, yes. I'm horrible? Is that Uh, where where you're going at there, wasn't it? I've been available, I'm just saying. But you've been traveling. Tell us a bit about, um, while we've all been suffering, you've been fulfilling a dream well, to visit all the baseball. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, so we actually I was out in California for a week. We met with lots of friends that was really nice. We did two alumni events. One was in for a baseball game with the Los Angeles Angels. Um, your buddy. Which is Oshani. Uh, wait, who's the guy? Who's the amazing? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly who it is. Right. He did not have a great game. He went one for four hitting. But then like the next day was a doubleheader or something like that, which he may have had the greatest day in baseball history. Yeah, you just missed that. Yeah, he pitched a full game. Just like one hit, right? Yeah, full game shutout. Well, I think a one hitter. And then the next doubleheader, next game, he hit two home runs. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw him go one for four. Yeah. Um, but I thought about you. Uh, the hotel we were staying at was really close to Disneyland. Okay. So I just kind of walked around and you can go like Disney Village or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. And I took a picture, uh, thought about sending it to you, but I forgot until the third <laughs> minute. So I'll do it to you later. Uh, so that was great. And then we did another alumni event in San Francisco baseball game there, which is I've never been to that park. So okay. there's only one of... Four that I hadn't been, so now there's only three beautiful, beautiful parks. Did you see, is it, who was the, was it Juan Soto that was the Nationals guy that now plays for the Padres? We saw the Giants. Oh, that's right, because the Padres are San Diego. San Diego, right. Okay, got Uh, it. But honestly, one of the coolest, I met a, a woman named Sandra, and... She is fantastic. She is 70, 70 years old okay. and just finished her freshman year at Franciscan University. Are you serious? Yeah. That online or? Online, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's she's so always, fantastic. She said she always wanted to come here and yeah. it was just lovely. And she went to the ball game with us and it was just, it was a wonderful, wonderful evening. Uh, a lot of people that I've not been able to see. So that was fantastic. Then I had a conference uh, out in uh, in Napa. And then I got home early, like two in the morning. So I'm a little tired. Oh, yeah. Good I'm, times. I'm a little good tired. Times. Well, it's tired. good to have you. It's good to be home. Yeah, it's that's, good to, that's actually, fantastic. It's, honestly, it's really good to be home. I bet. Yeah. Are you home for a little bit now? A week. Okay. Well, that's a little bit. Yep. Are you going to the baseball game tomorrow night? I didn't know there was one. Do you read the University Bulletin? From time to time. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. So there's actually, it's going to be fun. Uh, there's going to be 90. Where is it here? It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's I might mean, I might go. You need to reach out because we're if you're in Pittsburgh, I think there's going to have ninety people coming. So right, and of course this gets released on Wednesday, so you so missed, you missed it. it. <laughs> What's up with you? 
Yeah, so yeah, it's it's going to be home. Who are they? Good. Who are they playing? They're playing Detroit Tigers. Oh, the Tigers. Yep, yep, yep. The so, Tigers. Who, where was I at, at this conference in Napa? I walked by. And the guy didn't even say anything to me at first. He just said baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I kind of looked right. And he goes baseball. And nice. I started laughing. And he said, Are you and Bob going to record? And I said, Yeah. Uh, we're not able to. Yeah, but it all it all works out. Let's talk about sports because that's, of course, why people listen right, to right, it. Right, so right. is there any more baseball news? I mean, so Oshani, that's yeah, his name, yeah, Oshani. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really impressed that the Angels are holding on to him. So this was the situation with the Angels. Oshani is the best player in baseball right now yeah, and in a long time. I mean, he's like a generational talent. He's coming at the end of his contract, which means that the Angels could sell him and make lots of money. Uh, and there's only half a season left. And the Angels are still a few games out of the playoff series. So the the prevailing logic would be sell the guy because you'll make money. Because at the end of the season, he walks and yep. he can go anywhere he wants and yep. you don't make any money. But the Angels have said... We're keeping him. We're keeping him and we want to try to win. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. I agree. I agree. Um, they may end up paying for it because he's eventually going to leave anyway and they probably won't get anything for him then. Right. But... I agree. They're I'd say gonna, from a fan base, from make, a oh fan's perspective, Absolutely. it's like you love the ownership. Absolutely. It's like thanks for trying, Absolutely. thanks Absolutely. for making it work. You know, another great example of somebody walking away from potentially a lot of money. I do. Killian yeah. Mbappe. That's unbelievable. So Killian Mbappe, he's about twenty-one, maybe twenty-two. He is a French player. Uh, this is ridiculous. Considered to be one of the best players in the world. He plays for uh, Paris Saint Germain, which is a fantastic team in a horrible league. And there's always talk about him going to a, a bigger team in a in a bigger league. Probably Real Madrid is where he'll he'll eventually end up. So we've talked earlier about the Saudi soccer league, and they're really spending a lot of money on players. And most of the players they're spending money on are players at the end of their careers, players in their 30s. Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. Jordan Henderson from yeah. Liverpool just went over there. But they wanted to try to grab somebody in their prime, but they knew – we're not going to keep somebody very long in their prime. So this is what they offered Killian Mbappe, a one-year contract. It's unbelievable. They were going to pay a billion dollars. $330 million of that was going to go to PSG, or maybe it was Real Madrid because I think he's got a new contract with them. And then the other $667 million was going to go to Mbappe. For one, one year, just for one year, because they knew they weren't, they didn't, they wouldn't be able to keep him forever. But we just want to get somebody in their prime. And Killian Mbappe said, "No, no, thank you." They broke that down. I don't remember what it was. What he's what he would get paid per minute. I mean, that's just it's insane. That's it's absolutely insane. That is, yeah, I, mean, I can't. You would have to think about that. You know, <laughs> as any player, you'd go, "Well, let me think about that for at least a second. because you're thinking, okay, it's just one year. I mean, yeah, you'd have to think about that. I, I mean, it's unbelievable that he said no. I mean, that it's unbelievable that, that he said sets no. up him, everyone in his family for generations. Oh, right. Right. I mean, yeah, it's and a lot of these families. I mean, a lot of these, you know, uh, you know, his there's village, the entire because right. I mean, yeah, you know, the um, I would say that for a lot of professional soccer, at least in Europe, boy, certainly. Real quick, was that before taxes or after? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, a lot of the soccer players in Europe um, are, are similar stories to NBA. You know, a lot of hard knocks, a lot of 
difficult circumstances. Many of them are, you know, coming from third world countries mm-hmm. even, and their families are moving to bigger countries so that their kids can have a chance to, to play and do things. So to be able to turn down that money is it does amazing question, and you know, awesome. That's been a, in that sense. There have been films and all kinds of stuff. You know, what would you do for how much money? I mean, what would it take for you to, I don't know, go teach somewhere else? I mean, I'm, I would do it for for a one year contract for a billion. I would. Would you cons- really? I would consider it, as long that as hurts. I could keep teaching online stuff. That hurts. Does it? Yeah. What if I promised to give one percent of it back to Franciscan? <laughs> help, I'll help you pack. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just interesting. Although you know what? I, obviously, can, can we change topics real quick? Sure. Only because, you know, I flew. So you know what that means. I watched a movie. Oh, what movie did you watch? Nefarious. Nefarious. Have oh. you seen that? No, I have not seen it. Who is in it? That's not the Russell Crowe one. That's like the more no, serious no, one. No, that's, well, I, I wouldn't say more serious. Um, that was the Pope's Exorcist. Right. Uh, okay, we need to talk about this again when we've got more time. It's okay. really well done. A lot of it is taken directly do, do from- we, Do we not have time right now? What are we doing? From screw tape letters. Really? Yeah. Because oh. I really would want to give this whole- Is it like scary though? It's intense. Okay, but it is, is it like like is it horror? It's, it's, like no, it's is not one of those horror. things like every once in a while it goes like Wah! no, no, it's not. Oh, they, I hate they, those. They actually do that really, really well. It's not. Okay. It's not a a cheap. You know, something happens to make people scream. It's the 80, 90 percent of it takes place in a room, and it's just two people talking: the guy who's possessed huh. and the doctor. And it's huh. again, much of the text is taken from like quotes from Screw Tape Letters. Interesting, it's really, really good. But it would be interesting to talk about it after you've seen it. Okay, I'll I'll, just, check, I'll definitely and, and check and get that out. Sense, but I still, it, it's really you still good. have seen more summer movies than I have. Okay, I've I, not seen I've Barbie had, though. Yeah, or Oppenheimer. No. Now, by I'm the way, I'm really sad about that because I really want to see that movie. I don't. Maybe I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Oh yeah, I hear there's like two very unnecessary totally, sex nudity like, that's scenes. That's what I hear too. Yeah, like, I usually only watch movies if they yeah, have three yeah, of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also hear you that you can cut that if you'd like. No, no, that's comedy gold, Patrick. That's comedy gold. You keep that in there. Yeah. It's not like I made a weird drug reference. Yeah. Like the time I was in Colombia. <laughs> But we might have to have we might have to apologize for Barbie. I've heard from fans they saw it and yeah. they 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 said that its woke label is a bit exaggerated. No, it's interesting. Some people again, my feeling is that people want to go. Well, I was going to say if they want to go see it. Go see. It. I think there's some things you probably shouldn't go see. But I would say that but I yeah. think we meant. Well, you know, Ben Shapiro did a whole thing and really tried to stir up a. It's super woke. It's super yeah. liberal. And I hear it's just kind of uh, silly. Silly and it's girl powery and I mean yeah you're talking about plastic dolls that don't actually have actual body parts and they kind of joke about that yeah. in the movie but that isn't necessarily an agenda it's you just know, I still probably am not going to go see it well I don't think you were ever going to see it, it I was going to try to get you to see yeah, it but now it wasn't, wasn't going to happen well I was just upset I really wanted to see Mission Impossible but because Barbie and Oppenheimer which are a very interesting power couple in Hollywood yeah, yeah, right now yeah. um, are taking over the theaters then like there's only like three showings of Mission Impossible and it just didn't work out for my timing oh well oh well Sorry about that missed Indiana Jones too I'll have to see all these when all it comes right. out in stream all right Sounds good. Good times. I think that was all our sports news, though. I think so. Um, I feel like there was something else. Oh, women's soccer is going oh, on. Yeah, uh, the women, United States women tied Norway? Netherlands. Netherlands. Who are a very good team. Yeah, but they're still going on, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. they, They're in the group stage. Okay. So, I, you know, the, the feeling is they're going to come out of the group. The question I has been... they just announced the knockout stage last night. Oh, did they? I think so. But they made it. They yeah, made it. Good. So, so that, that's great to know. You know, the question is, is this women's team worse 
or is the rest of the world better? I think the answer is a little bit of both. I mean, the women's team that we had a few years ago were just crushing it. You know, like Abby uh, Wagenbach, um, you know, was just an amazing, amazing player. I'm the uh, the striker, I'm forgetting her name. Mia Ham was amazing. So you really had some incredible players. So this this team is very, very good. They have a new coach. Um, but the rest of the world has also gotten really, really good. So I think it's actually just really exciting, exciting soccer. Yeah. The, yeah. Exciting what was going through in my mind, too. It wasn't what was going through in my mind? <laughs> no. Because you don't think soccer is exciting. <laughs> I, I don't. Right. This is the guy that likes baseball. baseball. I never hit that button anymore the right way. If you're a nurse looking to take the next step in your career, check out Franciscan University's Graduate Nursing Program. Our newly redesigned MSN program has a flexible hybrid format that's perfect for working professionals. You'll complete online studies and meet in person just once a month. You can enroll full-time or part-time, complete clinicals either near campus or in your hometown. You'll learn from world-class nursing faculty and find out how you can integrate your Catholic faith as you care for your patients. Learn more at franciscan.edu slash graduate dash nursing. That's franciscan.edu edu slash graduate dash nursing and thank you to all the nurses out there who try to take my blood who save our life they do so getting home last night it's it's always fun to come back and see the progression on the building because the new building is going to house the nursing students oh that's right it's coming along great it's looking really amazing it's It's looking like an actual building it is it's going to be big when is that going to be done the fall a year from now. Oh, a year from yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But when's it going to like look done? Is that also the fall? Like I know they're going to like, they have a lot of wiring and stuff inside. To yeah. Do it. Yeah. I mean, it'll be closed in, in probably about another three months. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we also, I think we haven't talked since we uh, acquired the hotel at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, which that's is right. Be the new salon is Casey okay. residence hall. So that, that was, was fun. formerly a sleep in a sleep in. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be fun. And we're working the new sidewalk and stuff. That's going to go up to the campus. So that was great. Are we, we going to have a, like a gondola or something? Um, we're that not, would be not perfect. Right away. Not if we right could away. hitch a gondola to the top of the steel cross. Yeah. So for those of you, depending on when you were at the university or if you've been here, it's where the old bowling alley used to be. <laughs> right. There's a sleep in that's been there for about five years. It's about five Five years old. Yeah, they built it when like fracking started getting really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it's a really great uh, facility. It has we have that whole property now, so we're gonna put some basketball courts, pickleball courts down there, uh, hammock village, uh, tr- food trucks. It's gonna be fun. Wait, hammock village? Yeah, they're say big. more about this. Well, it's really cool. It's they're big on campuses right now. It's just a bunch of poles and people put up their hammocks. And okay, it's gonna have I think space for twelve or something. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Is this a Guys or girls? Yes. Oh, it's going to be co-ed? No, it's guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That'll be great. So Indeed. And you finished your conference, your last conference. I finished. Oh, you know what else I should say? I guess when, oh, we, la- right. yeah, when yeah. we last left off. She's in labor. She's in labor. <laughs> baby's She's healthy. She's still in labor. Yeah, it was the longest labor ever. Yeah. Uh, baby's super healthy. Uh, he weighs a certain pound amount that people care, but they're when I say it, they go, oh, that's nice. So whatever mm-hmm. that is. Uh, Peter Thomas oh, nice. is his name nice. uh, after St. Peter and then St. Thomas More. I oh, asked okay, about okay, that, okay. which I thought was classy. That's cool. Um, super healthy, super cute. Um, I really, 
It was kind of weird. He was born in the middle of the St. John Bosco conference, which was two weeks ago. Gosh. And uh, it's one of my... Yet? Uh, he's walking, he's, awesome. he's playing guitar, uh, you know, pinball. He's That's really awesome. good at pinball. He yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a quick learner. Very hairy as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's the rice genes, yeah. but, um, yeah, I was born in the middle of my busiest conference and I, during the conference, I held them, I, you know, I, I timed it out cause they were in Pittsburgh. So it was a 50 minute drive and I had a break in the afternoon. So I drove there, I held him for exactly 10 minutes, and then I left. That's awesome. And then I didn't see him for like another week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because I had to finish awesome. the conference, go to New Hampshire, get my wife's car, because she flew in early, and then I came right back, and we had uh, Applied Biblical Studies, and then the Defending the Faith Conference, all of which were great. So a shout out to everybody that I got to meet at the Bosco Conference, Applied Biblical Studies, uh, Defending the Faith. I met uh, Patrick Grace's parents oh cool oh, yeah fine. yeah oh, they great. came up to me and they were very very friendly said, so. yeah yeah we owe it all to him yes okay indeed. so real quick on on babies being born so one of our alumni that was out in california his wife was you know delivering and was had to run and rush to the hospital going along the highway mm-hmm. and she says uh i think the baby's coming so oh, no. yeah Pulled over on the side of the road. And oh wait, to... this was a uh, Jamie Clayton, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I read, yeah, I read it. this okay, thing. Yeah, 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 that's that's the scariest thing Isn't as a that dad. Crazy? Yeah, yeah. Isn't Highway one hundred and one. He had to yeah. pull over and <coughs> deliver a baby. You know, through the nine one one person is like you know clearly reading some kind of instruction yeah, yeah. that now they've got you, online. Oh, yeah, that's right. Boils. Push. Sheets. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And uh, eventually, like the EMT showed up and. Yeah. But I that's amazing. Joked, I always joked. So my dad delivered, I think, over 2,000 babies. And I always said, it can't be that difficult. He, he always had me program the VCR. So, you know, it can't be that hard. <laughs> it's really just catching. Yeah, yeah. That's it's great. really just catching at that point. That's great, though. That's great. Congratulations, yeah, Grandpa. Yeah, it's super funny. I'm going to be called Pop. Okay. And my wife's Nana. We decided Nana. that. Okay. That was my mom and dad's okay. desire. It's kind of an Irishy thing to okay. do. But cool. it's a joy. I'm, I'm actually very excited to be... Uh, you know, finished with the insanity of the conference season, so I can really just start enjoying uh, Peter. And, you know, it's cool. It, it's really cool to see my grandson, to be sure. But what's way cooler is to see my son as a father. With your grandson. Like, that's that for me is like the feels. You know, like that's people cool. are like, is it amazing to see the baby? I'm like, it's a baby. That, you know, he's cute and stuff. He'll get interesting as he gets older. But, like, to see my son hold yeah. his yeah, son. yeah, yeah. Change that's, him that's, and all that That's stuff. like the moment for me. I'm like, oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. So thank you for all your prayers. I know many of you heard the podcast. We're asking about that. We, we're we praying for that. We kind of left him hanging there. We right? did, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was a cliffhanger. It was, it was like Mission Impossible Part 1. That's You're like, right. what will happen to Tom Cruise? That's right. That's right. So, um, But yeah, the conferences were absolutely amazing. Uh, the St. John Bosco Conference, wow. Uh, I mean, I think it's always great, but we uh, had some great, uh, speakers that were present. Katie McGrady came out for it, and she was wonderful. Bishop Cousins came out, yeah. uh, and he is just such a good dude. Bishop Cousins, is it Saginaw? He's he's a bishop no, somewhere Crook, in Minnesota. Oh, Crooks Creek, Crookston, Crookston, yeah, in, that, in Minnesota. Uh, he's also he's more well known for being in charge of the uh, USCCB Eucharistic revival, and um, but previously to that, he was a priest in. I think it was Atlanta. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Okay, or that. Uh, but he, he was a, he's an alumni from here. No. Benedict. Okay, so, um, but he was, he did help out with our youth conferences. But yes, he did. He did. He yes, absolutely he did. helped out with the youth conferences. And in fact, he remembered when he visited here that uh, that year, 1996, I believe, when the uh, tornado oh, okay. ripped yeah, off yeah, the yeah, tent. Yeah. 
uh, he and I were trapped in um, St. Francis dorm entertaining oh, that's teenage great. boys that's great. That's great. while we were keeping everybody, you know, in the storm. Meanwhile, in the field house, they decided to do Eucharistic adoration oh, for everybody. Perfect, perfect. So we were stuck with like 40 teenagers who were just and everybody ornery else having, you know, and everybody else is, you know, they're being slain in the spirit. That was when you were slain in the spirit yeah. before you rested in the spirit. No, it was Bishop, good times. Bishop's been a friend of the university for a long time and a uh, personal friend for a long time. And I mean, God bless him. He's, He's got his hands full with the, with the uh, Eucharistic Congress, but he was good. He was actually out in the Napa conference as well. Oh, is that so right? we, yeah, we were able. To, we actually just spent a few minutes when he was here for the conference. But he's just a great blessing. Pray for him. Pray for that entire event. Yeah, yeah. And biblical studies was wonderful, as was defending the faith. Um, I mean, Scott always hits a home run. Scott and Kimberly, they yeah. both gave great talks. Uh, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers was back. This yeah. was his third time yeah, in the yeah, summer because yeah. he was I also at the. I think he he was at PDS. He was at Power and Purpose, and he came back for Defending the Faith. So just, we're going to get him an apartment. Just awesome. We should. I mean, we should get him on retainer. That oh, guy's yeah. on yeah, fire. He's yeah. just a wonderful, wonderful man. Michael Gormley was here for the conference. Just a just a great weekend. A shout out just to everybody that was there. Um, yes, I didn't get to see. I didn't get to hear her talk, but yeah, yeah. it's fine. The, the only talk at the conference that I really wanted to hear was uh, Arthur Brooks, and I ended up not being able to get to hear him. Who's that? He's a uh, I think his, this is at your conference. Yeah, in Napa. In Napa, I yeah. think his degree is actually in psychology, but he's a professor at Harvard, Catholic, and he talks a lot about how do we get along with people we don't. His, his big theme right now is happiness, but how do we get along with people we don't agree with? Yeah, and he's just really, really powerful. He said that you know what what's happened in the culture today is we look at that person with contempt. Mm. He said we demonize them, and if we were able to do that, we can totally dismiss. He said there's no way we're going to be able to just have basic civility if, we, if we're not able to communicate with people we don't agree with. So, That's awesome. But I wasn't able to see him. I, yeah, actually, we're going to try to get him on campus. Oh, that'd um, be great. I'd love really, to. Really, yeah, really Yeah, he sounds sharp. amazing. Yeah, really Something sharp. I loved about the Defending the Faith Conference, you know, Scott has said this a few times, when the Defending the Faith Conference started, I think it's in its 30th-ish year, um, it, it, was, it was specifically like apologetics. It was defending the faith against Protestants. But over the decades, really, it's become about the culture, right. you know, and it's it's not anything about, you know, apologetics towards Protestant theology as much as how do we speak to the culture? And even though the, the word, you know, the title is defending the faith, which sounds kind of, well, defensive, mm-hmm. very hopeful, like very well, positive, you know, yep. like, you know, we, there's a number of workshops about, well, you know, I think she wrote... Um, Awake, not woke, mm-hmm. and uh, there were workshops about uh, dealing with LGBTQ issues and other things like that. But all of them really had a, a very positive, a very positive approach to it, which is just to you know. I think I think one of the things Scott says is you know it's easy to curse the weeds, but we should be yeah, focusing absolutely. on the weeds absolutely. and how might we you know in charity and love live amidst this culture, you know, recognize that we are not of this world. Pat Madrid, oh my gosh, Patrick Madrid, he's always lights out. He's yeah. a great apologist. He's got a show, I think, on Relevant Radio. You should just Google him and check him out. He actually did a, a, a keynote on, he looked at 30 years, like what were the apologetics issues 30 years ago and mm-hmm. what were they today? They're very, very different. different really. Slightly, huh, huh. slightly different. But he so clo- they weren't debating what's a man or yeah, what exactly, a woman 30 right? years ago. But huh. 30 years ago when you were dealing with like, you know, is scripture the sole authority or the other things, people were just as agitated, divided about some of those issues. Now, this was more, again, in the Catholic context. The world right. wasn't as concerned about it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, his his main point. But oh, the other thing he was talking about in the '80s was this was a huge time of like drug usage, 
um, heavy metal music, you know, is it, you know, MTV, is it demonic, yeah, you know, yeah. like all these. And so he just concluded not minimizing anything, but just saying, you know, he said the, the, the issues change, but human nature remains the same. And the answer is always the same, which is Jesus, Jesus. you know, it's pointing towards hope. Yeah. Um, it's that whatever the world comes up with, and it's always something new and it's always shocking and it always feels worse than before. Um, Jesus is our hope and Jesus is the answer. And really, just stay focused on talking about yeah. what Jesus talked about. That's cool. In in your answers, and I I haven't seen Patrick in a while. That's great. He's a he's a regular fixture at yeah. the defending the faith, yeah. and he's always uh, he's this always was, just great. This I tried. It, it, it it's bad because it always works at the same time as this other conference. So yeah. I tried to get back, and I was gonna. My plan was to get back for the morning session, but my flight didn't get into like two in the morning yeah. so I just didn't make it but yeah. yeah that's great it was a great season of conferences yeah amen thanks yeah, to everybody uh, all the podcast fans thanks to everybody I got to meet who supported uh, our album that uh, I and the Brewer Sisters did mm-hmm. it was nice to meet many of them in person somebody we got to that. play a lot of music from it over the summer and, and that was a gift at the conference in, that I was at mentioned that they said have you listened to Bob's I said of course I've listened to it <laughs> have you yes okay good I have. I, I, I didn't, there was nothing in my pause. Okay. Anyway, we've got uh, some exciting feast days coming up yep. uh, in this week of holiness as we continue in our sojourn through ordinary big, time. Yeah. Well, there's St. John Vianney. Uh, so we're a fan of St. John Vianney. But we are. The, the big Franciscan feast is going to be the feast of the Portsiuncula. Yeah. Thanks to Tom for emailing me and reminding me that uh, mm-hmm. shout out. Tom, my friend Tom. He just reminded you that it was... He sent me an email about it. He's oh. the guy that uh, uh, gave me the uh, guitar when my guitar broke. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. That was yeah. so generous. Oh, very generous. Um, yeah, so that... And then the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows, which is... Yeah, you were telling me this. So explain this to me. So the Feast of Our Lady of the Snows, is it the same as Mary Major? It's the Church of St. Mary Major. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. <coughs> so... Are you okay? Do you need a break? I'm just getting a little drink of water. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. <laughs> Talk to me while I get a drink. <laughs> so, Father Dave, how does Our Done. Lady... Uh, oh. So, uh, it's an in- interesting... Uh, and there's actually a connection between this and the Portsiancola because they're, they were built at around, um, around the same time the big cathedral was being built. But Our Lady of the Snows was... It was an area of Rome that was very pagan, and they had actually a temple for a god of fertility there. And Pope... I think it was Liberius... I believe that was the Pope. Yeah. I uh, had this vision. I wasn't a fan of him. He was kind of too liberious. For yeah, me. yeah, there you go. Had this vision um, in, in about building a church in this area uh, to Our Lady. And he seemed, he said, that just kind of seems kind of crazy. Should we build a church at this place? Mm. Uh, and he said, uh, well, where should we build it? And they said, where the snow comes. And this is in August. So the next morning he wakes up and it snows in this area of Rome. Hmm. And they build a snow, they build the church there. Uh, out, of, major. out of snow? Out of snow, that's right. <laughs> it's an Eskimo church. Yeah, but if you actually, if we were to go to Mass there uh, on their feast day, they opened up all the windows. You've been to Mary Major before? Yes. So along the sides, there's uh, all these windows. And they throw in um, white. Do they uh, really? Yeah, uh, not snow, but um, petals from roses. Okay. So it looks like it's snowing now. So that's the history. Not of, asbestos. Uh, not asbestos, right? right. That they blow it in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the history because of the snow in the middle of August and the building church there. But obviously because of Our Lady and the God of Fertility, it was significant that it was at this particular place. Wow. Now, an interesting thing, though, is Portsiancola, this would be a little bit later, 
I'm making sure I've got my timings right, but something makes me feel like I don't. Maybe explain Portiuncola. There might be those that okay, listening the don't know about it. Was, um, actually, the, the, the timing is fine. So the, the Portiuncola is a small church that St. Francis, when he said rebuild the church, when the Lord said rebuild the church, uh, Portiuncola is one of the ones that Francis rebuilt. And it was very special for him. In fact, when he died, he said, take me to Portiuncola because that's where I want to die. But he said to the Holy Father, and St. Mary Major was being rebuilt at the time, that this little church was the most special church to Our Lady. And, and well, the Pope wasn't real thrilled about that because <laughs> it's this little teeny church that he built with stones and they built this Saint, this, they right, had this to massive, rebuild, yeah, they yeah. had to rebuild St. Mary Major. And it's like, really? This most dear to her? Okay. So, <laughs> thanks, it, Mom. It, that's right. It worked out. Yeah. But it's also the most highly indulgent church in the world. So, the uh, Portiuncola yeah, Church. The Portiuncola Church. Oh, that's that's yeah, really amazing. Yeah. So we got two great feasts, both uh, to be able to celebrate as Franciscans. And the Those church. aren't on the same day, though. They're not. One's Friday, the, and one's, I guess, Wednesday, maybe the second. Is that Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so maybe yeah. as you're listening to this, yeah. uh, take feast. a moment, happy feast, uh, pray a rosary, Have some ice cream. Yeah, indeed, and celebrate. Um, St. Francis, Mother Mary's favorite church, yep. and then her and second, then, then her one. second yeah, favorite yeah. church, maybe St. Mary Major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's it's so, a poor it's a poor man's portiuncola, really. Going forward, we're gonna have to figure out some timing. Uh, oh I'll no, be, I'll be people depend on us. I know they do. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. I'm okay. gonna be not next week, but the following. I'll be going home for a little while, so we have to figure that out. Okay. Yep. Well, that'll be wonderful. Yep. And then uh, before you know it, school starts. School, baby. school, school starts out. For summer. Not much yeah, longer, though. starting. No, I know. Yeah. This summer went by so fast. It really did. It's nuts. It really did. Bless God. Bless God. It's been a good summer, though. It's been a fantastic summer. Praise Amen. God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, let's close in prayer. Are you still jet-lagged? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, why don't you do it? All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for the summer. We thank you for today. It's easy to look ahead to what we have to get done. But Lord, you gave us today as a gift. And we just ask that we would live in this day with the graces that are new every morning. We pray for your peace. We pray for hope in the midst of a crazy and difficult world. Pray for all of our listeners out there, all the marriages, all the families uh, that are present. Lord God, may you just continue to help us keep our eyes fixed on you and to seek you first, knowing that when we seek first your kingdom, you'll take care of the rest. May the blessing of Almighty God be upon you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Father you, Dave. Bob. And thank you, everybody. Uh, you can always shoot us an email, hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. God bless everyone. 